We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hack it out. Just go to Indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right, everybody, welcome back to the Hack It Out Golf Podcast. Myself, Mark Crossfield, Lou Stagnett, and Scott Fawcett. As always, this week we're talking the US Open. Uh, Tory Pines, it's going to be an interesting event as always. A little bit of a preview into one of the majors. Um, I wonder what Tory will throw at us. Lou and Scott, how are you both? Fantastic, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, all good. Thank you. We're talking Torrey Pines, US Open. Uh, looking forward to the event. Just a quick one. Have any of you played Torrey Pines? I, I have not. not. I have not played it, but I've no. stayed at the Torrey Pines Hilton many, many, many times. But not played it. But That's I have not played there. I used to oh. go there for work, and I'd always, always stay there. A great oh. story. So I'm there one time for work. Yeah. And there's this woman that I work with and uh, Torrey Pines Hilton has a little Starbucks down in the lobby area. So I'm down there. I got, I'm getting ready to go in the office. I got my backpack on and um, she comes down and, and next to me is at the table next to me is David Faraday. And oh. he's just sitting there drinking a Starbucks coffee. He's, he's like six feet away from me and she comes and I'm starstruck, right? I'm a David yeah. Faraday fan. I like him. And, and, yeah. um, and this is, uh, boy, it's got to be, uh, I don't know, eight years ago, seven years ago. And uh, and she gets down there and I'm like, I kind of tell her quietly that this guy's really famous. Oh, she goes over <laughs> she, to it, doesn't she? Well, she, she pulls out her camera and her camera still has the sound on. And she she holds her camera up like <laughs> almost in his face and clicks the picture. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks over and gives us kind of a cross-eyed look. It was pretty funny. <laughs> so you didn't go and get a selfie or anything? Uh, it was great. Yeah, Lovely. yeah. So, so Scott, you've played um, Augusta, which is interesting, but no one's played Tory. But I have played Tory, ladies and you gentlemen. You have? Yeah, I've had a hole in one. Oh, come what? on. Yeah, on the 16th. Wow. On Bomb YouTube, show. you can actually watch it go in. It's It was a great shot. Just right at a pin, curved in. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Lou, you've just, you, you've just got to play a decent... Me and Scott have now played some pretty cool courses. You're the one lacking at the moment. Well, so, tell us more about this hole-in-one. Why was it on well, film? That's it. I, it was only one shot, wasn't it? Because I film every bit of golf. I don't play golf for fun, Scott. I only play golf <laughs> if there's a camera. <laughs> you must have learned that by now. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I played Torrey Pines. I filmed it. Um, and I have happen to have a hole in one out on the 16th it was That's a amazing 23 degree hybrid at 200 yards 
bang, one bounce just in front of the pin in. Just a good shot, you know? I I just pulled it up. I'm going to watch. Yeah, see, you've got it. You've got it there. See, it's a hole-in-one at Torrey Pines. That was, um, it, it was a fun day. So, Torrey Pines, what's it going to offer? We've only got history of one other US Open at Torrey Pines, and it was the one Tiger Woods won when his knee gave up. It was the, the famous scenes of his knees giving up. And I'm looking at the score here of 283, one under par. Torrey obviously is able to be set up in a US Open fashion where it's brutal for one for for Tiger to be one under par. And I don't did he, did he win in a playoff in that one? I can't remember, but there must he in the Rocco. playoff against so Rocco I presume Media. there was only two people yep. then under par. That was it. How I can mean, you not remember that? That's the one where he had that like twelve foot putt on on eighteen on yeah, round four. Yeah, we don't get. You're too busy making hole in one. Better you really do hate America. <laughs> Not at all. I love America, but it's, we don't get the America. Apart from the Masters, it's not that easy for us to watch. Well, it is we West Coast also, so it's even further from you. So yeah, yeah. So um. Uh, so it, wait, wait a minute. It's not easy for you to watch the U.S. Open. No, it's in the, in the middle of the night. It's a really? pay per view situation. You have to pay, and I don't pay the people who who stream it. That's incredible. Like I absolutely love the the open every year. You know, I have breakfast. I always make a nice breakfast, yeah. coffee, and just watch golf all morning because it's on really early for us. It's it's great, and you don't get to experience but anything to be, similar. No, with but the US to be open. fair, I do really just going slightly off topic here. I do really enjoy watching modern golf events online. Like I watch them unfold on different apps and platforms, which I actually enjoy. I don't need to sit there and watch shot after shot after shot like i've watched enough golf and i kind of work in golf it's not you know i don't need to watch every shot but so what what do you reckon tory's going to throw at people this year um it's going to be long rough and medium to long course and then see what the weather does is it like normal us open stuff well before we do that i i got a comment on this hole in one i what watched shot. It. your celebration your celebration afterwards Come act like you've been there before, man. That was the worst celebration I've it, ever seen. It, I was playing it cool, <laughs> Lou. I was just playing it cool. I don't need uh, to run around. I hit a good shot. It went in like dooby-doo. They go in good shots if you yeah. hit them well enough, don't they? You know, it's just I'm upset when they don't go in. They're the bigger reactions. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, exactly. There you go. I think it'll be a cool event because, uh, you know, they redesigned it. I'm pretty sure this year was the first year they've played the South course with the new design. I guess I should know that, but I don't really remember if they played that in 2020. It's been so, so many. The North course. They're, playing, they're not playing the South course, are they? No, they play the South course. The North course is the alternate course for the, uh, for the tour event. Oh, okay. I've got that the wrong way around. Yes. The but South course. they did, yes. they did the, uh, what, what all the architecture lovers love. They took out a ton of trees I think it'll be interesting. I mean, there's a lot of holes that used to, I'm not going to say had character because of the trees, but they had a little bit more character because of the trees. Um, there's a few spots along six, seven, I believe it's six and seven as I look at it here that, I mean, they had to take out 30 or 40 trees, I assume. And, you know, again, how, in my opinion, that's how you slow down length. This event to me just sets up absolutely perfect again for some guy named Deschambeau or, anyone else who hits the driver hard and isn't afraid to hit it all all day long because the fairways are super narrow every hole is dead straight for the most part as i was saying before we got started i think it's a cool course this catches a lot of grief from the architecture lovers because it's 
boring, I guess. I mean, I don't see how a course on that piece of land can be boring. Just yeah. look, uh, look west if you're bored. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> seems pretty cool to me. But yeah. uh, you know, it's just when I first started analyzing golf courses, it just struck me as this is one of the first times that I saw a course where it's like, okay, here's a U.S. Open caliber golf course. And it's just like 18 straight holes where a bunker starts at 270 on one side and ends at about 310. And on the other side of the fairway, it starts at about 290 and ends at about 320. They've changed a little bit of that with the redesign. But at the end of the day, they're clearly using bunkers as their main uh, vehicle for for slowing down long hitters. And to be perfectly honest, just like Beth Page Black, when the bunkers are better than the rough, I mean, I just always remember Faldo when they were walking up to the 18th tee, you know, and they said, will Brooks play, you know, smart and drop back to two iron or will he stay aggressive and, and keep on hitting the driver? I'm like, the two irons just, you know, it's, it's going to leave you, you know, 180 and you're going to be in the rough some. The driver, sure, it's pretty narrow up there, but if you miss the fairway, you're going to be in the bunker and the bunkers at Bethpage specifically don't have many lips. Yeah. You just be sending driver everywhere. And this course right here, I'm, I'll be interested to see. There's not a hole in my opinion that's not driver. So. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing I remember when I played it, and you mentioned it there with the bunkers, is I remember just thinking that like, I played okay the day I played it, and I was rel I'm was i a relatively accurate driver, but every bunker off the tee was in play for me. I couldn't carry any of them, and it was literally, I was landing at them or just short and running into every tee shot. It was <laughs> like, and I'm, but there was holes, like I remember holes like, and I don't know if they've lengthened it, but there was holes like um, it's the fourth, um, I don't know if you've got the fourth in front of you. How far is it to carry the bunker on the right? Did you know, Scott? Because four I is because uh, if you carry the bunker on the right, it really opens up because you've got the fifth that just goes the other way. And I just couldn't. And I was hitting into such a narrow little space where it really pinched in. And I just stood there and thought, DJ, Rory, like they're just going to be flying this bunker. Well, um, and there wasn't a further back tee because it's the ocean. I was on the back tee on that hole. And that's one that I think they have changed a little bit here. I've got Google Earth up and I'm, I'm toggling from year to year here. And so I've got my fingers right now where the bunkers currently are and going back. Yeah. So the bunkers are an extra 20 yards. They start a little bit further down now. Yeah. I don't believe they, they haven't moved the tee because that goes right back against the cliffs. Yeah. I remember and looking. So it's a great view. It looks view. like they've taken that bunker and extended it out probably an extra 20 yards yeah which, because again, i just stood on that tee and just for anyone who's got 40 yards on me in the air it's just flying this bunker and now it actually doesn't matter when i was hitting into such a little pinch and obviously it kicks a bit to the left as well and then you've just got the big drop off it was just like cool yeah this course is made to punish me where the big boys and girls would be just whacking it over there but, but obviously but they're so moving that 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 hole specifically now that i just looked at it it's about 320 to cover the bunkers and it's just interesting. It's like there's basically one guy out there right now yeah. who's just got 320 on command. Yeah. And that was just in going through it quickly today. 
I mean, that's just the number that I just kept seeing. So it used to be ending, like I was saying, at like 310. Yeah. They've tacked on another 10 to 15 yards on most of them, but it's not like they stretched them out to 340. They obviously did this redesign before uh, Hulk DeChambeau got busy with his little science project. <laughs> and I honestly think, you know, they've set this thing up to where, again, he's got to hit it well and get the brakes and whatever. But, whew, man, he's got an edge on this course like you can't even imagine. Yeah, Lou, what do you think Tori's going to offer? You're going to just see a classic US Open, long rough and the rest of it, I'm sure. What are your thoughts on Tori? Well, Scott said something that I've never looked at before that now I'm very interested to look at. I want to go back and find uh, events where the rough was four inches plus. And I want to see um, what performance is like from the rough versus fairway bunkers. Like, are you going to be better off being in a fairway bunker versus being in four and a half to five inch rough, especially if you're coming in from, you know, 190, 180? Um, I, I don't know what the answer is to that. Um, I'm, I'm really, Scott, you're a really good player. What, would you rather hit from 190 out of four and a half inch rough or from a fairway bunker? Bunker, please. I bunker would. all day long. But yeah. the, the, the real key to fairway bunkers. It's not a bay. It, it's, that's purely the lip. If there's no lip, I'd right. put me in the fairway bunker constantly. It's just not hard. But that's where, and I don't know if you've ever really noticed this or not, Lou, and I'm trying to pull out my little chart here. And I can't find it since I've moved my office around. But the fairway bunker stats, like the average scores, are literally within about a hundredth of a stroke of each other from 80 to 180 yards. Like it's 3.23. It doesn't really matter how far you are because it's hard to catch, you know, gap wedges and sand wedges clean from the fairway bunker. And then as you start getting further out, obviously the shot just becomes longer. But very quickly after you get outside of about 190, the instead of them basically, you know, in the fairway that just goes up a couple hundredths of a stroke every five or 10 yards, it really starts going up very quickly because all lips start becoming a problem. So basically 80 to 180, it doesn't really matter um, in a fairway bunker. And then outside of 180, it can be very, very course specific yeah. depending on the lips. And that's the one thing, again, whenever I was preparing my players for Beth page, how you can go down into the 3D view and, and just be looking straight down the hole. I mean, like the lips on number 18 at Bethpage are like a foot tall. Like they just are basically just, it's, they're honestly like the entire course is honestly kind of odd how small the lips are. Um, this one, I'm not as sure. I actually probably should go in and look at the 3D view and see if I can tell much, but that well, the thing really... with the fairway bunkers there that I remember is they were long. So as long as you weren't up the face of them, if you went into the middle of them, there was never much problem getting out of them. I went in a few because they were literally at my perfect landing spot each time. And I don't remember really struggling with having a, a specific lip issue. And obviously that's me coming from links courses where I could tell you courses that we go and play now where you just do not hit it in a fairway bunker like you do everything you can to not go in it because it literally <laughs> is a is a lob wedge out what an interesting point that you're making there as well for everyone listening fairway bunkers kill amateurs amateurs oh, are sure. better be, amateurs are better in the rough than fairway bunker which is a, a little bit where I guess well I don't know but where Lou's asking well, that question I mean, because for me I just think mm, that's not a question like the, the, the difference between... uncontrollable the, the fairway bunker gives me as almost as good a lie as the fairway because I've got perfect control of of spin and, and launch uh, it's, it's... Uh, yeah, uh, no another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You no. struggling in fairway no. bunkers? No, no, no. Well, the stats like, show the, that it's harder for everyone. I mean, the numbers Well, it's harder numbers, for everyone. But... Like the deltas between fairway bunker and rough is is bigger than what Scott was saying. Like from 100 yards, the difference between sand and rough from 100 yards is a little bit over two-tenths of a stroke. From 140, it's uh, like seven-tenths of a stroke. Uh, from 160, it's five. Say uh, what you're saying se- there. Seven one-hundredths of exactly. a There's nothing that's seven-tenths of a stroke. Sorry, uh, 0.07, seven-hundredths of a stroke. Uh, but what are you but, saying there? I don't understand what you're saying. Like so sand is way is harder than rough. Sand is way harder than rough. You said they're about the same. They're no, not. no, 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 no. Sand no, no, no. is way I'm harder saying, than rough. I didn't say they're the same. Generically, in the 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 from eighty to one eighty, fairway bunkers are the same. A fairway bunker at eighty is basically the same as a fairway bunker at one eighty. What's the average score from eighty? Oh, I thought you were saying a fairway bunker wow. uh, at, wow. at eighty versus rough at eighty. No, I thought that's no, what you're saying. A fairway bunker only at 80 and it, it, from all the way from 80 to 180 it's like 3.23 sure. yeah it's, it's really people. close yeah it's yeah. definitely really close between the two of them but there's a big difference between being in the rough and being in the bunker it's a lot tougher to be in the bunker um, yes except again this is where you need to control for four inch rough yeah exactly like that's yeah. what made that that's what makes me curious is controlling for four inch rough and seeing how much that gap closes like it that would, would completely change the lines that i would take um, if the gap closes or goes the other way, like I'm not even, wor- I'm almost trying to get in a fairway bunker in certain situations, depending yeah, totally. on the hole. That's what I'm saying. There's four inch rough exactly onto the greens at Torrey that are relatively pitched and are going to be firm. Like, good luck to you. Like, good luck. A fairway yeah. bunker where you can control the spin and the launch, you ain't going to care that much about the sloping away green or left to right green. I mean, the, that's one of the big things that stood out for me. I remember there as well is that the greens were like super pitched there was some good old swings going on and they weren't massive they weren't tournament size greens i don't know if you can see the size of the greens or have looked at that scott or not but they weren't i don't remember them being particularly massive targets like you can get at these kind of courses i'm looking at number you know just randomly number 14 one was narrow i remember one being narrow long like front to back there was plenty of room but like left to right there wasn't always the widest of targets no, it's only 16, 15, 16 yards up front, a little bit wider than that at the back on one. So Yeah, one, I remember yeah. one being really narrow. Um, what I really liked about Torrey as well, which is something we don't experience in this country, which I don't know, I'd love to hear your take on it. So when I've been to Torrey a few times, actually, um, I've been lucky enough to play it a couple of times, and I think I've been there three times, Um is that you got the putting green there, which is just outside the, like, as you go in the car park, you walk across and the putting green's there. Um, and anyone's on it in any clothes, because it's a public course. It, it's a public course. And people just rock up after work or before work and they're having lessons and just putting on the green. And you think, hang on, this is Torrey Pines. This is like, this is where <laughs> Tiger won that massive major where his knee went and the rest of it. Yet, it's just like the most lovely atmosphere and fear to a golf course that I can remember for such a venue. Um, is that common in America or is it just unique to Torrey Pines? Unfortunately, we have a lot of people in hoodies and t-shirts ruining the game now. 
game ruiners. <laughs> so yes, it's becoming so common over here, Mark, and it's just um, makes me want to take course, up a you different won't sport. Get a, yeah, you <laughs> lose. Joking, well, this one literally is joking. joking. I'm joking. Any new, any new yes. listeners to the pod? That's Lou's version of sarcasm, by the way. <laughs> Go on, Scott. What were you going to say? Um, I, don't I mean, know. for I me, no, yeah, for me, what I really liked. <laughs> is the fact that it was very welcoming. Saying that, it was really hard to get a tea time on there. It's crazy, crazy busy because it, I, mean, I played with a local. If you're a local, you get certain, don't quote me on this, but you get certain tea times and what have you, and they get certain reductions. Um, but I do remember people literally from first light to last light on that course. It was absolutely rammed, or both courses was, which is also great to see as well. That, that's um, what I was going to say. Actually, I was going to comment that it's it's one of the few places that actually is legitimately just owned by the city so it is it, that's, yeah, yeah, that's it's, right. yeah there is no no room for a stuffy greens committee to uh to outlaw people going out there and and so yes it, it is a much more relaxed atmosphere was, than you're going to yeah. typically find at a place like that it was a really unique feel and i really enjoyed it what about the length of the course playing between seven two to seven thousand seven thousand two hundred to seven thousand four hundred lou is that what you said yeah, I think the uh, the scorecard length is significantly longer than that. But I saw a few months ago, and I, I don't know his name, but the the guy from the USGA that does course setups, he was in an article on maybe golf.com and said that the setup each day will be between 7,200 and 7,400, maybe said 7,450. Uh, it depends on weather conditions and they'll, they'll adjust according to weather. Uh, I, I think wind direction would primarily influence that. And, you know, maybe how much wetness there is on the course. If they, if it does happen to rain there, which I don't think it rains there twice a year. So I don't yes. think there's any rain. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, it will, you know, it'll be a challenging course with, with that rough and how relatively narrow those fairways are going to be. Um, boy, wh what was Tiger when he won? Was one under. one under? Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if one under is, is the number again this year. Somewhere right around there. I'm confused though, Lou, you're our stats man, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm lost now. So one under one, when Tiger won, you're saying it's probably going to be about similar, which I would kind of agree with you. So, but it's 7,200 to 7,400. That's not particular. I thought, I thought all courses had to be 8,000 yards. What am I, I do. My maths is, my maths is how, because distance is a problem for everyone, isn't it? Distance is a problem for everyone. <laughs> Pretty soon we're gonna have fourteen thousand yard courses. It's it's <laughs> the only thing. It compounds I was looking... to infinity. Every haven't you seen every year they release new drivers that hit the ball twenty yards longer. <laughs> I just yeah. don't get it. Caught like seven two to seven four. Like well, obviously it's not short, course... but it's the U.S. Open. These are the best players in the world. That room, they've got the room. Like, have they bought new land? and changed roads. I mean, I've been there. You ain't changing the roads around there. And to the left of the course, as you play up like the third or whatever it is, yeah, the fourth, um, you ain't changing much about that because it's one of those massive oceans with rock face, isn't it? Like, it's, it's just what, a spot. It's just like, a spot where it's never really warm. I mean, it's, you know, it's California, Southern California. So, you know, that's an American thing to say that it's not very warm, but it's 65 to 75 degrees. It seems like it's relatively at sea level. The ball just doesn't go anywhere there. It's not quite as bad as like a San Francisco at Olympic or Harding where the ball just literally seems like it weighs 30 pounds, but the ball definitely doesn't want to travel quite as far there. It's, it's just kind of a, it's just not the most conducive environment. Does it not? Um, and then I'm I would assume sure. that Is those that greens true? are also. I'm not sure about that. 
What's that? Are you sure about that? I'm not sure about that. The ball will travel, wouldn't it? I'll just go to sport. I don't. Why would it not travel there? It's just it's just not a very warm place. Um, warm? It's boiling there. What you want? to I go there? I'm sweating buckets. Well, but you're from London. <laughs> <laughs> you probably get a sunburn when you turn on not your closet warm. light. Wowzers! Calm down. It's blooming boiling. It's wow. a, it's at 20 feet above sea level, and it's not particularly warm. So the, the ball just doesn't travel too far there. But then also they've got I'm pretty sure Poana greens. And those things tend to get pretty bumpy. This would be a spot where Lou's work showing how much lower make rates are in the afternoon would probably really start to shine through at a place like this where they just get crusty and bumpy and yeah, not good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, well, I, I don't know that it's totally true that um, the ball doesn't go that much farther there. Like I'm I think looking... Scott's just saying it's really hot where he lives is basically what he said. If it's oh, five yeah, or eight yeah. yards, if it's five or eight yards a hole, that's a hundred yards over the course of a round. Uh, five you know, or eight yards. Up, guys. That's like, I'm not seeing five or eight yards, but there you go. Yeah, if I just look at the par fives real quickly over the last four years, uh, they average uh, 298 yards off the tee on the par fives there. No, that's not right. You got that wrong again. Everyone, it's over 300, Lou. Can you redo the maths, please? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, redo it. They all average 370. Yeah, you yep, sorry, miscalculation. <laughs> so any does anyone want to choose a winner? Torrey Pines will be my winner because I love it there, and I just love that part of the world. I do. We already love did San this, Diego. didn't we? Um, yeah, well, but we can pick another one now. Things move. Scott, yeah. I know you guys don't like doing this because like, you seem to feel like you have to pick a winner, but you, you pick a winner for fun because you can't pick a winner. You pick a winner mainly so we can laugh at each other when none of us pick a winner. Well, and I don't even ask Scott because he's just going to say Brandon the Chambay. He's going yeah, to say Bryson. Says. That's all he said. When we <laughs> did our, when we so did our preview show at the beginning of the year for the previewing in 2021 calendar Who have year, we chosen? Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I know for a fact that my two picks – are leading the way between you two jokers. So the two players that you both picked for... Um, no, you, the, you can't just pick it on who finished the best. Well, you've changed the rules. It's who... Have you picked a winner yet? No, I haven't picked a winner yet, no. but, so we, how but many winners I'm doing have we all picked? better than you. How many, <laughs> how many winners have we all picked? Zero. We yeah, picked so do, do the stats on that. Yeah, we're over <laughs> 6. Zero. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 0 for 6 you so um, I don't remember. I, I, I had it written down and I, I don't know what I did with it. Um, we'll have to go back and, and rewind the tape from. But I'm changing mine. I'm going to pick Patrick Reed. What? You can have him. <laughs> yeah. Zero chance. What? Patrick Zero. Reed. Can't... All right. Well, who are you picking? Well, it depends. It depends. Um, strokes gained, embedded ball. I think he's going to probably lead the field. <laughs> So, oh, wow. <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, you know, he could, he could uh, make up a lot of shots on the field with that. Exactly. So we'll he ain't going to be getting a bad lie, is he? No, no bad lies for him. I don't know. The USJ is a little more st- st- sticky than the, uh, the PGA Tour is. Yeah, maybe. So you, who are you going for? Come on, guys. I'm going uh, Scott, you go first. Yeah. DeChambeau? He's, he's always going Bryson. Always going Bryson. Um, boy, this is a hard one. Um, John uh, Ram, will he be back? Is he off protocols or whatever they're yeah, Tuesday. before? Tuesday's yeah. when he gets it back. Yeah. Yep. He'll be there at some point on Tuesday. 
Um, okay. I don't know that I would pick him. Um, I would maybe go with um, maybe go with Victor. Um, maybe Victor Hovland. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Maybe. That's a good, yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I like. I like the choice. Um, yeah, well, I think it'll be a fun US Open, as always. I'm looking forward to seeing how Torrey Pines plays. I think it's interesting that people, like you're saying there, Scott, some people just say it's boring. Is that what you're saying? Is that the the tremors it. from certain voices? I, 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 Like you say, you just look the other way if you want to see if it's boring or not. And, and the fact that it's on a it. public course, no, I know. And it's a public course. It's like there's so many positive things about Tori, unless I'm just missing the point. The practice area is rubbish. Maybe they just don't like the practice area. So do they have a different practice area for the tournament? I don't know if they close the other course and then use some of that. They might do because it's just really narrow. And like, because the ninth of the other course, the par five, I think it is, or is it a par five? I can't remember, plays up along that practice area, up along that. Yeah, it's right along the road. Ugly fence. Yeah. yeah so right it along isn't... the road. There's no room there. You could fit, I don't know, 30 players on it, 40 players on it, maybe. Yeah. I yeah, would yeah. assume the other course is where the corporate pavilions are. Yeah. So I don't know what they'll do with that. But I mean, it, I, I love Tori. I love that part of the world. And I'm looking forward to seeing how the US Open plays out there. Um, it's a shame we won't have Tiger playing. Wouldn't that have been great if he was fit? Like that would have been quite an emotional return there, wouldn't it? Because this is obviously the first one since 2008 at Torrey. Why is it not been at Torrey more? Um, what's the deal with your US Open? What's the rotor? Why has it not been more? Or is that just the normal amount for that for courses to get on the US Open rotor? I don't know. Yeah, oh, no, we don't we don't have a defined rotation like you do. Where no, you don't do you? You, like have... you, you have you know how what don't say me. Courses, ten... I don't pick it. I yeah, you like... do. It's you. <laughs> like when I think of the UK and the Open, I'm like Crossfield's part of it. Like he's making <laughs> all the decisions. It's the Crossfield Open. <laughs> That's how forevermore I will think of it as the Crossfield Open. <laughs> so when they when they the Crossfield Open is is only held at what eight or nine, ten different courses. I, I don't know how many are in the rotation. Yeah, I don't that. actually know are on the rotation. But yeah, it is on a rotation. I always think it's quite interesting that no one questions the rotation because it. I, I think that it does lend itself to some interesting debates if anyone ever wants to scrape below the surface in golf. But generally they don't. So I'll stop that one there before I get in more trouble with the open. <laughs> and I'm probably already in for other comments I've made in the past. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. US Open, Patrick Reed, loads of good lies. Can't see him not winning. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the podcast, as always, make sure you leave a review down below. Um, don't be afraid to hit those stars as well and let us know how we're getting on. Thanks all for listening. Come on, Patrick Reed. <laughs>